The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, we made it to the weekend. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, January 8, 2022, the Saturday after Epiphany. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2, and Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is Saint Apollinaris, one of the most illustrious bishops of the 2nd century. He addressed a defense of the faith to the Emperor Marcus Aurelius. One of the Emperor's legions, the 12th, was composed chiefly of Christians. When the army was perishing for want of water, the soldiers fell upon their knees and invoked the assistance of God, and a copious rain fell, and they conquered the Germans. Now Apollinaris reminded the emperor of the favor he had received from God through the prayers of the Christians. The death of St. Apollinaris was about the year 175. St. Apollinaris, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. Thank you, Jesus, for things that are not simple. Thank you for things that seem confusing. You can be found when everything seems clear and when everything is a bit confused. And one confusing thing these days is what gospel text we priests should preach about for 10 minutes with Jesus. It's hard to know because we preach across the seas. Our preaching is intercontinental. Praise be to God for the Catholic Church which crosses time and the seas and cultures and ethnicities. And while most countries had Epiphany last Sunday, well in my country we had it on the 6th. So it's difficult to know which gospel to preach about. Anyway, I decided to base myself on the gospel text of the beginning of St. John's Gospel, which you probably have heard in one way or another over these days, certainly if you've been going to daily Mass or follow the Mass readings. And I want to focus particularly on those gospel texts about John the Baptist pointing to Jesus as Lamb of God and consider in God's presence what this has to tell us about our mission as educators. Educators, you might say, yes, 
because we are all educators in one way or another. We all teach others as parents, as teachers or even as students because you teach others by your example and by helping each other. What I like about this gospel passage, this whole scene of John pointing to Jesus, is that it shows us how after a lot of thinking about and meditating on the figure of Jesus Christ, one man has gone to the trouble to take others under his wing to form them, and then he points them in Jesus' direction. Indeed, if we read the whole chapter, this first chapter of the Gospel, we see that the order is as follows. First of all, careful meditation on and about Jesus. Secondly, the careful formation of others. And thirdly, pointing those we have formed towards Jesus. And Lord Jesus, we want to follow this in all we do, in all our lives, particularly in our work of educating others, whatever form of education that might take. But let's unpack the Gospel text a bit more. If you go to the Gospel of John, you have a long and deep and beautiful introductory passage called the Prologue. And then after that, from about verse 19, there's a number of interesting things going on, all focusing on John the Baptist, who first of all is questioned by the Jewish authorities. Who are you, they want to know, and why are you baptising? John makes clear, though his words are a bit mysterious, that he's not the important one. The important one is coming after him, though he existed before him. He himself, John, is just a voice in the wilderness to prepare for him. He's not worthy to untie his sandals. Now the authorities probably don't get it, but we know that he's talking about Jesus, about you, Lord Jesus. And then what happens? Suddenly, Jesus appears. He's there. And John points towards him and says a remarkable thing. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. What a thing to say about anyone. Why does John call Jesus a lamb and a lamb that takes away sins? Why? My friend, have you ever thought about that? And why does the priest say these words just before we receive communion? Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Why? And then what's really interesting is that when Jesus returns the next day, because we're told in the Gospel that he does, then John again calls Jesus the Lamb of God. And that leads to two of his disciples following after Jesus. It's really mysterious. It gets more and more mysterious. Why does John the Baptist call Jesus the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world? And why does simply calling Jesus Lamb of God lead to those two disciples to follow after Jesus? Have you ever thought about that? We need to think about things in the Gospel. We do, we have to. If we want our children, our pupils, our friends at school or university to think and ask big questions, well, surely we have to do the same. If we want them to be curious, shouldn't we be? And Lord God, we want to be curious about you because you are infinite truth and infinite beauty and infinite love and there is so much to explore in you. There's always more. St. Catherine of Siena called God an infinite sea. The more we explore, the more there is to find. And I imagine John, John the Baptist, in his long hours in the desert, he'd been thinking about Jesus and his own mission to prepare the way for him. He'd been thinking and praying and meditating on who Jesus was in himself and who Jesus was for him. And everything begins with that. And that's how Catholic education begins. It doesn't begin with a subject or school league tables or inspections. Yeah, there'll be other schools with more money and means and prestige, even perhaps in Catholic schools. 
But what makes a Catholic school different? What makes Catholic education in general different? Why does it exist at all? Because everything begins with Jesus. That's what makes Catholic education different. That's the essential difference. That whatever we teach, whatever our role in Catholic education, we begin by thinking and praying and meditating on who Jesus was in himself and who Jesus is for me. John had gone to Israel's scriptures and here we get an answer to my earlier question. And it seemed that Jesus was like the lamb sacrificed in Egypt. That lamb whose blood saved the people from slavery. He'd also explored the prophecy of Isaiah and seen about that mysterious figure who, like the sacrificed lamb, would give his life to save all the people from sin. John had thought hard about these texts and seen how they were fulfilled in Jesus. That Jesus, you Jesus, you Lord Jesus, you are the true lamb, the new lamb, whose blood would not save only one people from political slavery, but all peoples from the greatest slavery of all, sin. John had then gone out to preach this and had attracted disciples based above all on the authenticity of his life and his example. And this makes me think of something which the great English saint and that great expert in education, St. John Henry Newman, would say about teaching. A true teacher shouldn't simply teach a subject. He or she should aim to make disciples, not to follow him or herself, no, not to follow the teacher, but to follow something greater than themselves. A true teacher tries to have a positive influence over their students, beginning with their own example, the example of the teacher. We don't just want to teach a subject, we want to form minds, we want to inspire young people. We'd love them to explore what we've taught them even more than we do. But above all, we want to inspire them to follow Jesus Christ. John forms his two disciples. Clearly he's been teaching all about Jesus and how Jesus is the true Lamb of God. So that when Jesus finally appears, he simply needs to point him out, call him the Lamb of God, and that's enough for those two disciples. Simply with that, they follow our Lord. How beautiful. And what an example for us to invest time in our students to form them, to have good influence over them. But not for them to follow us, but to follow something greater than ourselves. We're not the goal. We're just a voice, sometimes in the wilderness. We point beyond ourselves, ultimately, to Jesus Christ. Now I can say much more about this passage. It's a real goldmine, this first chapter of John's Gospel. For example, the fact that we're told at the end that one of the two disciples called, then found his brother, who turned out to be Simon who's then called Kephas, Peter, which means rock. Catholic education, in all its forms, is essentially linked to Peter, the Pope, whoever he is. And when John points to Jesus and they follow him, he turns and asks them, Jesus asks them, what are you seeking? And I love this bit. They're embarrassed, they're tongue-tied. And they ask a dumb question, Rabbi, where do you live? As if that mattered. But Jesus doesn't say, what a dumb question. He simply says, come and see. And we're told that they came and saw and that they stayed with him the rest of the day from the 10th hour onwards. In other words, from about 4pm. How wonderful. How I would have liked to have been there with you, Jesus. That long get-together. Once we point people towards Jesus, it's essential to help them pray. To put them in touch with our Lord. We use these 10 minutes with Jesus precisely to be helped to pray. Well, we have to help others to pray too. Get them to spend time with Jesus, maybe through these 10 minutes, but in other ways too. St. Josemaria used to say that if in our activities for young people we don't teach them to pray, we're wasting our time. So Catholic education isn't just about teaching doctrine. 
It's about putting people in touch with Jesus so they talk to him, have a relationship with him. And what was the result of that long get-together? As we've already seen, Andrew found his brother Simon. And what did he tell him? We have found the Messiah. In other words, from his prayer with Jesus, from his time with Jesus, he then goes to evangelize. Prayer necessarily leads to evangelization, to apostolate. When we encounter Jesus, we feel the need to bring him to others. Catholic education in all its forms must lead to evangelize. If the young people we teach are not sharing Christ with others, then something is not working in our school or our place of education, whatever that place might be, a club or a residence or some other place of formation for the young. So there you have it, my friend. This is Catholic education, I think, in all its forms. Meditate, first of all, on who Jesus is in himself and for you. Take the trouble to form others carefully, also by your example. And then point them beyond yourself to something greater, ultimately to someone greater. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who saves the world and us and our students from our sins. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app.
on this second-to-last day of the Christmas season. That is Russ Rentler playing a variety of American folk instruments. Good Christian men rejoice. Sixteen minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Saturday after Epiphany, January 8th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. It's time to begin the liturgical day now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Christ has appeared to us. Come, let us adore him. Christ has appeared to us. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Christ has appeared to us. Come, let us adore him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Christ has appeared to us, come let us adore him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Christ has appeared to us, come let us adore him. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Christ has appeared to us. Come, let us adore him. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Christ has appeared to us, come let us adore him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Christ has appeared to us. Come, let us adore him. Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Who can tell the Lord's mighty deeds? Who can recount all his praise? They are happy who do what is right, who at all times do what is just. O Lord, remember me out of the love you have for your people. Come to me, Lord, with your help, that I may see the joy of your chosen ones and may rejoice in the gladness of your nation and share the glory of your people. Our sin is the sin of our fathers. We have done wrong. Our deeds have been evil. Our fathers, when they were in Egypt, paid no heed to your wonderful deeds. They forgot the greatness of your love. At the Red Sea defied the Most High. Yet he saved them for the sake of his name, in order to make known his power. He threatened the Red Sea. It dried up, and he led them through the deep as through the desert. He saved them from the hand of the foe. He saved them from the grip of the enemy. 
The waters covered their oppressors. Not one of them was left alive. Then they believed in his words. Then they sang his praises. But they soon forgot his deeds and would not wait upon his will. They yielded to their cravings in the desert and put God to the test in the wilderness. He granted them the favor they asked and sent disease among them. Then they rebelled, envious of Moses and of Aaron, who was holy to the Lord. The earth opened and swallowed up Dathan and buried the clan of Abiram. Fire blazed up against their clan, and flames devoured the rebels. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Remember us, O Lord. Come with your saving help. Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. Keep Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. They fashioned a calf at Horeb and worshipped an image of metal, exchanging the God who was their glory for the image of a bull that eats grass. They forgot the God who was their Savior, who had done such great things in Egypt, such portents in the land of Ham, such marvels at the Red Sea. For this he said he would destroy them. But Moses, the man he had chosen, stood in the breach before him to turn back his anger from destruction. Then they scorned the land of promise. They had no faith in his word. They complained inside their tents and would not listen to the voice of the Lord. So he raised his hand to swear an oath that he would lay them low in the desert, would scatter their sons among the nations and disperse them throughout the lands. They bowed before the Baal of Peor, ate offerings made to lifeless gods. They roused him to anger with their deeds and a plague broke out among them. Then Phinehas stood up and intervened. Thus the plague was ended, and this was counted in his favor from age to age forever. They provoked him at the waters of Meribah. Through their fault it went ill with Moses, for they made his heart grow bitter, and he uttered words that were rash. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Keep it carefully in mind. The Lord your God has made a covenant with you. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. They failed to destroy the peoples as the Lord had given command, but instead they mingled with the nations and learned to act as they did. They worshipped the idols of the nations, and these became a snare to entrap them. They even offered their own sons and their daughters in sacrifice to demons. They shed the blood of the innocent. 
the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they offered to the idols of Canaan. The land was polluted with blood. So they defiled themselves by their deeds and broke their marriage bond with the Lord till his anger blazed against his people. He was filled with horror at his chosen ones. So he gave them into the hand of the nations and their foes became their rulers. Their enemies became their oppressors. They were subdued beneath their hand. Time after time he rescued them. But in their malice they dared to defy him and sank low through their guilt. In spite of this, he paid heed to their distress so often as he heard their cry. For their sake he remembered his covenant. In the greatness of his love he relented and he let them be treated with mercy by all who held them captive. O Lord our God, save us! Bring us together from among the nations that we may thank your holy name and make it our glory to praise you. Blessed be the Lord, God of Israel, forever, from age to age. Let all the people cry out, Amen, Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Creator, how wonderfully you made man. You transformed dust into your own image and gave it a share in your own nature. Yet you are more wonderful in pardoning the man who had rebelled against you. Grant that where sin has abounded, grace may more abound, so that we can become holier through forgiveness and be more grateful to you. Save your people, Lord. Bring us together from among the nations. Christ is the true light. He gives light to all people. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who were mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so I will comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants, but to his enemies his wrath. I come to gather nations of every language. They shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them. For them I will send fugitives to the nations. To Tarshish, Put in Lud, Masak, Tobol, Javan, to the distant coastlands that never heard of my fame or seen my glory, and they shall proclaim my glory among the nations. They shall bring all your brethren from all the nations as an offering to the Lord, on horses and in chariots and carts, upon mules and dromedaries, 
to Jerusalem, my holy mountain, says the Lord, just as the Israelites bring their offering to the house of the Lord in clean vessels. Some of these I will take as priests and Levites, says the Lord. As the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall endure before me, says the Lord, so shall your race and your name endure. From one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all mankind shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Behold, I come to bring together all nations and tongues. They They shall come and see my glory and and proclaim it to the far-off lands. I have revealed your name to those you have given to me out of the world. As you have sent me, so now I send them. They They shall come and see my glory and and proclaim it to the far-off lands. From a sermon by Faustus, of Riz, Bishop. On the third day, there was a wedding. What wedding can this be but the joyful marriage of man's salvation, a marriage celebrated by confessing the Trinity or by faith in the resurrection? That is why the marriage took place on the third day, a reference to the sacred mysteries which this number symbolizes. Hence, too, we read elsewhere in the Gospel that the return of the younger son, that is, the conversion of the pagans, is marked by song and music and wedding garment. Like a bridegroom coming from his marriage chamber, our God descended to earth in his incarnation in order to be united to his church which was to be formed of the pagan nations. To her he gave a pledge and a dowry, a pledge when God was united to man, a dowry when he was sacrificed for man's salvation. The pledge is our present redemption, the dowry, eternal life. To those who see only with the outward eye, all these events at Cana are strange, and wonderful. To those who understand, they are also signs. For if we look closely, the very water tells us of our rebirth in baptism. One thing is turned into another from within, and in a hidden way, a lesser creature is changed into a greater. All this points to the hidden reality of our second birth. There, water was suddenly changed. Later, it will cause a change in man. By Christ's action in Galilee, then, wine is made. That is, the law withdraws and grace takes its place. The shadows fade and truth becomes present. Fleshly realities are coupled with spiritual and the Old Covenant, with its outward discipline, is transformed into the new. For as the Apostle says, the old order has passed away, now all is new. The 
water in the jars is not less than it was before, but now begins to be what it had not been. So too the law is not destroyed by Christ's coming, but is made better than it was. When the wine fails, new wine is served. The wine of the old covenant was good, but the wine of the new is better. The old covenant which Jews follow is exhausted by its letter. The new covenant which belongs to us has the savor of life and is filled with grace. The good wine, that is, good precepts, refers to the law. Thus we read, You shall love your neighbor, but hate your enemy. But the gospel is a better and stronger wine. My command to you is, Love your enemies. Pray for your persecutors. City of God, you will shine with wondrous light. All the ends of the earth will see your light and adore the Lord. The nations will come to you from afar. They They will will come come bearing gifts to to worship worship the Lord. They shall come from the east and the west, from the north and the south. They They will will come come bearing gifts to worship the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who through your only begotten Son have made us a new creation for yourself, grant, we pray, that by your grace we may be found in the likeness of him in whom our nature is united to you, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-two minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, January 8th, 2022, the Saturday after Epiphany, the second to last day of the Christmas season. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we witness a fairly brief period of overlap, where Jesus has begun his public ministry and John is continuing to baptize in the Jordan. Some of the disciples of John the Baptist have become a bit confused, but John sets them straight. It's from the third chapter of the Gospel of John. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the land of Judea. There he remained with them and baptized. John also was baptizing in Enon, near Salem, because there was much water there, and people came and were baptized. For John had not yet been put in prison. Now a discussion arose between John's disciples and a Jew over purifying. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom you bore witness, here he is baptizing, and all are going to him. No one can receive anything except what is given him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him 
rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore this joy of mine is now full. He must increase, but I must decrease. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Day of the week, 
There's a song that is normally heard during the Christmas season. That's Beth Nielsen Chapman with O Sanctissima. 16 before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, January 8th, 2022, the Saturday after Epiphany. I'm Paul Sadek, and it's time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Brightness of the Father's glory, springing from eternal light, source of light by light engendered, day enlightening every day. In your everlasting radiance, shine upon us, Christ, true Son, bringing life to mind and body through the Holy Spirit's power. Father of unfading Rich in grace and strong to save Hear our prayers and come to save us Keep us far from sinful ways Dawn is drawing ever nearer Dawn that brings us all we seek Son who dwells within the Father Father uttering one word Glory be to God the Father Glory to His only Son Glory now and through all ages to the Spirit Advocate. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. As As morning breaks, we we sing sing of your mercy, Lord, and and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, 
are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. Extol the greatness of our God. Extol the greatness of our God. Give ear, O heavens, while I speak. Let the earth hearken to the words of my mouth. May my instructions soak in like the rain and my discourse permeate like the dew, like a downpour upon the grass, like a shower upon the crops. For I will sing the Lord's renown. O proclaim the greatness of our God, the rock, how faultless are his deeds, how right all his ways. A faithful God, without deceit, How just and upright he is. Yet basely has he been treated by his degenerate children, a perverse and crooked race. Is the Lord to be thus repaid by you, O stupid and foolish people? Is he not your father who created you? Has he not made you and established you? Think back on the days of old. Reflect on the years of age upon age. Ask your father and he will inform you. Ask your elders and they will tell you. When the Most High assigned the nations their heritage, when he parceled out the descendants of Adam, he set up the boundaries of the peoples after the number of the sons of God. While the Lord's own portion was Jacob. His hereditary share was Israel. He found them in a wilderness, a wasteland of howling desert. He shielded them and cared for them, guarding them as the apple of his eye. As an eagle incites its nestlings forth by hovering over its brood, so he spread his wings to receive them and bore them up on his pinions. The Lord alone was their leader, 
no strange God was with him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Extol the greatness of our God. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens. On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind? mortal man, that you care for him. Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. A reading from the Book of Wisdom Wisdom is the refulgence of eternal light, the spotless mirror of the power of God, the image of his goodness. And she who is one can do all things, and renews everything while herself perduring, and passing into holy souls from age to age. She produces friends of God and prophets. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. All the kings of the earth will bow down in worship. All All the kings kings of the the earth earth will bow down in worship. Men and women of every nation will serve him. They will will bow bow down down in worship. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. All All the the kings kings of the the earth will bow down in worship. At Cana in Galilee, Jesus worked the first of the signs which revealed his glory. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free 
to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. At Cana in Galilee, Jesus worked the first of the signs which revealed his glory. Let us give glory to Christ, the image of God, as we call upon him in faith. Christ, Christ, Son Son of God, God, hear us. Son of God, you showed us the Father's love. Reveal him to men and women through the love we show toward one another. Christ, Christ, Son Son of God, God, hear hear us. You revealed yourself as Lord of life. Now grant us the fullness of your life. Christ, Christ, Son of God, hear us. Let our bodies be signs of your life. As we bear your dying in our flesh. Christ, Christ, Son of God, hear us. Illuminate our hearts. With the brilliant knowledge of God's light. Christ, Christ, Son of God, hear us. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty, ever-living God, who through your only begotten Son have made us a new creation for yourself, grant, we pray, that by your grace we may be found in the likeness of him in whom our nature is united to you, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Well, this is almost it for the Christmas season. Tomorrow is the final day. Hey, be sure to keep Sunday Mass in your weekend plans. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 
Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.